0: Hey, everybody, this is Reuben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. Charlie has taken the next available flight to Florida. He
1: arrives at Mrs.
0: Dunwiddie's house, where he finds Mrs. Bustamante.
1: Eh-eh. What, Charlie, what you doing here?
2: I need to speak to Mrs. Dunwiddie. It's urgent. Mm,
1: Well, no. she's in bed sick, so you go easy on her.
3: Yeah, of course. Here.
1: Yeah. Thank you, for Charlie. My mouth get all dry. You know how old I am?
2: Um, no.
1: Hundred and four.
2: That's amazing. You're in such good shape. I Shut mean... up, Fat
1: Charlie. Sorry. Don't say sorry like that, neither. Hold your head up. Look the world in the eye. You hear me?
2: Yes, sorry.
1: Listen, I him to die. What me do you wrong. Long time ago, me do you wrong.
2: I know. I figured it out, some of it.
1: You should never have broke my mirror ball.
2: I didn't mean to drop it.
1: Me grab you by the ears and into the house.
2: And then you sent Spider away, didn't you?
1: Me do a banishment. Me didn't mean for it to go so. You were so full of mischief and backtalk. So me pull Spider out of you. To teach a lesson. I broke him off from you. All the trickiness. All the devilry. <coughs> By mistake. Nobody tell me that if you do magic wrong, people like your daddy's bloodline, it magnify everything. Everything get bigger. Your father never said nothing about it till I make Spider go away. What did he say? Him say, if Charlie can't fix it, you're no son of his.
2: Me? Oh. Yep. Where's the feather? What did you do with it? We don't have it. Well, who does?
1: Kalian Higler.
2: Where is Mrs. Higler?
1: she gone home.
2: This is her home.
1: Gone home.
2: You mean she's dead? <coughs> <coughs> uh, m- Mrs. Dunwiddie? are you okay? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get, I'll get help.
1: <coughs> That's funny. You're all right. You, 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 you set me off. Sorry. Is Callie dead? Of course, she's a dead, boy. She gone to St. Andrews. You have to go to where she is No.
0: Back in London, Detective Constable Daisy Day is starting to feel like the kind of cop found in movies. Tough, hard-bitten, and getting too old for this. Come. Oh, DC Day.
4: Developments on the Maeve Livingstone murder?
5: Yes, sir. I think I know the suspect's location.
4: Graham Coates?
5: Where? St Andrews in the Caribbean. Probably under a different name.
4: Well, that's good news, then.
5: Not really. No extradition treaty.
4: Well, if he comes back, then we arrest him. But
5: he killed Maeve Livingstone. He's been cheating his clients blind for years. We should be bringing him to justice. Don't
4: let it get to you. No,
5: sir, but we should be catching people like Graham Coates.
4: Your idealism is very laudable, DC Day. But we live in the real world. Now, off your trot, back to your other cases, then.
5: <sighs> yes, sir. Carol, I'm taking a break. I'm going on holiday. Have you got any holiday time left? No, but don't tell the super. Where are you going? I'm going to catch a crook.
0: Flying south from Florida on a Caribbean flight, Fat Charlie sleeps and dreams. In his dream, He walks beneath copper skies, and the world of the Bird Woman is silent and still. Staked out on the ground in front of him is his brother, Spider, like a fly in a web.
2: It's you. Mm Mm-hmm. That looks painful.
6: Uh, I don't think this is it. I think the Bird Woman has plans for me. Plans for us. I just don't know what they are yet. Look, just do whatever you have to do and get me out of here. How? You're dad's son, aren't you? You're my brother. Just come up with something.
0: As his plane comes into land, Charlie looks out over the deep bay of Williamstown, which has a huge cruise ship moored offshore. He wishes he were just a tourist here and not on a life-or-death mission.
7: You here for the music festival? Uh, music festival? What, reggae? Heck, they not real music.
2: In the Caribbean? Real music is country and western music. Like
0: Johnny Cash? You got it. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> this whole
6: island amazing, man. Hotels, it got 20. Restaurants, dozens. Food, mm, Everything grow here. Oranges, bananas, nutmegs. We even got limes. Hmm? We even got limes. I tell you. Look. Just wait there. What was he
2: doing? Here. Take it. Uh, Oh, uh, thank you. What it is? A a lime? You keep that. Souvenir. Um... Oh, thanks. Here we are. The
6: Dolphin Hotel. And
5: you'll be paying for the rest of your stay in cash, is that right, Mr. Nancy? Yep,
2: yeah, that's right.
7: Fine. Do you have any luggage?
2: No. Oh, uh, just this line.
7: Ah. Right.
0: In his house on the clifftop nearby, Graham Coates is experiencing the frustration of the fugitive. He emerges from a morning swim in the swimming pool outside his villa.
1: I'll put you a snack on the table, Mr. Finnegan.
4: Thank you, Rochelle.
0: The food
1: is excellent.
0: The climate, perfect. But Graham Coates misses London. Needing someone to blame... He has come to the conclusion that this entire affair is Maeve Livingston's fault.
4: She deserved everything she had coming to her. But if I stay here, I shall go mad. Get me a white Americano. Sure, Mr. Finnegan.
0: It's a small world. So Graham Coates has hardly found a table when there is a tap on his shoulder.
5: Mr. Coates? <laughs> uh, no. Fancy running into you here. You're on your holidays too.
4: <sighs> Something like that.
5: Rosie, Noah, I used to go out with Charlie and Nancy. I'm on a cruise with my mum.
4: Oh, hello, this is Noah.
5: Ten days without a bathtub. But only the tiniest of showers.
0: Graham Coates isn't listening. He is thinking... <laughs> How unfortunate it would be if someone was to return to London and spread the word he had been seen in St Andrews.
5: We're feeling quite grubby, to be honest.
0: That sounds terrible, yes.
5: Um,
4: let me suggest a solution to at least one of your problems. A little way up the road, I have a holiday home, and if there's one thing I have a surplus of, it's bathrooms. Would you care to come back and indulge yourself? Oh, no. That weird. is extremely kind of you. We would be delighted. Excellent.
0: Under copper skies, in a world just a whisper away, Spider is still staked out. Standing over him is the Bird Woman, with whom his brother, Fat Charlie, made an ill-judged bargain in the mountains at the beginning of the world.
1: I took you. Now you will call him. Call who? You will bleed, you will whimper, your fear will excite him. If if you kill me, my curse will be upon you. It will not be I that kills
6: you. We're both reasonable entities. Let me present you with a scenario which benefits both of
1: us. You talk too much.
0: She reaches into his mouth with her sharp talons,
1: no,
6: ma.
0: And with one wrenching movement, she tears out his stuff.
6: Now,
1: sleep.
0: Spider falls into unconsciousness.
2: Uh, hello. Hi. You a guest here at the
6: hotel?
2: Yep. Yeah, Charles Nancy. Are you the man with the lion? Yeah. Uh, yep. Let me see it. It's back in my room. I'm trying to find someone on the island. A lady named Callie Ann Higgler. It's a kind of common name, you know. For example, I'm Benjamin Higgler. She over there on reception, she named Clarissa Higler. Oh. I really need to track her down. She's got something I'm looking for. Look, if you were me, how would you go about looking for her? Mm, if I was you, I'd rent a bike and go asking people.
7: Where would I rent a bike? Right here. How long do you want it for?
0: The late Maeve Livingstone is lost. She has no idea where she is now. It seems to be some kind of cemetery, but not in England. It is getting dark.
8: Oh, Maurice. Perhaps I should have gone with you after all.
3: You want to blow that nose?
8: Oh, thank you.
0: Maeve looks up. To find an elderly gentleman with a green hat and a pencil moustache, offering her a tissue.
8: <laughs> oh, sorry about that. <clears throat> it all got a bit much.
0: It happens. What
3: are you? A doppy?
8: What's it up here? A gorse. Oh, right. Yes, yes, I am one of them. <laughs> uh, you?
3: More or less. I'm dead anyway. Oh, oh
8: w- would you mind if I ask where I was?
3: We're in Florida, in the burying ground.
8: Or shouldn't you be in a grave? I was bored. <laughs> you know, you remind me of somebody. Oh, An old film star like Cap Calloway or Donna Meach. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Do I know? Hey, you want to hear a story? Not really. Fair enough. I'll keep it short. No, when I say tiger, it's not just the stripy cat. It's what my people call all big cats. Got that? Certainly. Good. So a long time ago. All the stories there ever were was tiger stories. Ain't no gentleness in tiger stories. No kindness and no peace. They began in tears and they'd end in blood. And they were the only stories that the people of this world knew. I see. Then a Nancy comes along. Now, if I started to tell you how clever and charming and cunning a Nancy was, I could start today and not finish until next Thursday.
8: Charming like you?
3: <laughs> you catch on fast.
8: And what did this Anansi do? Well,
3: Anansi tricked Tiger and took the stories from him. And Tiger couldn't enter the real world no more, not in the flesh. The stories people told became Anansi stories. Now people aren't thinking of hunting and being hunted anymore. They're starting to think they were out of problems, using their heads. They figure out the tools and how to get kissed, Mm -hmm. how to be smarter or
8: funnier. That's when
3: they start to make the world
8: but it's just a folk story. I mean, people made up the stories in the first place.
3: Does that change things? The stories spread. And as people tell them, the stories change the tellers. Because now they're starting to dream about a
8: whole new way to live. So before the Nancy stories, the world was savage and bad?
3: Yeah, pretty much.
8: What well, doesn't Tiger want them back?
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. He's wanted them back for ten thousand years.
8: But he won't get them, will he?
3: Be a bad thing if he did
8: what about Anansi? I I think you might know. Oh,
3: they say Anansi's dead, and there ain't a lot a duppy can do.
8: Uh, As a duppy myself, I resent that. I want to find a man, a a living man, called Graham Colts. Can you help me find him?
3: I can steer you in the right direction. But you know, duppies can't touch the living, in case you was wondering.
8: So what can I touch?
3: (laughs) You could touch me.
8: (laughs) I'll have you know that I'm a married woman.
3: <laughs> Generally speaking, that kind of contract terminates in a till do due part.
8: My husband is waiting for me.
3: Okay, but while you're here, we could go dancing. There's a place just down the street. Won't nobody notice a couple of duppies on their dance floor. Are you a good dancer? <laughs> I've never had no complaints. So, are you dancing? Are you asking? <laughs> <laughs> Come, darling.
0: Fat Charlie pedals around the island. It does not seem to make any difference who he talks to. Old men playing drafts, women chatting over their fences, or a bearded raster. They all have the same response.
7: You the one with the lime? Uh, yeah. Show us your lime.
2: It's back at the hotel. Look, I'm trying to find Callie Ann Higler. She's about 60. Mm. Big mug of coffee in her hand. Never heard of her. Well, if you can't help me with that, can you tell me where I can fill my water bottle? Yeah, try the big house up at that hill. Okay. Thanks. Next time, bring your (gasps) light.
0: Spider opens his eyes to find he is still staked out. But now is face down near some kind of cliff edge. His arms are bound to a large stake pounded into the earth in front of him. His legs are similarly tied. This is not the bird woman's copper-colored universe. It is closer to the real world, close enough that he can hear a voice. And the voice is Rosie's.
5: All that luxury on the ship. Then when you come ashore, seeing kids without anything breaks your heart.
0: You see how your mother's getting on.
4: How much longer she's going to be?
5: You you've got plenty of hot water?
0: If his tongue had not been torn out, Spider would call to her. But he cannot know if the wind can carry words between worlds.
5: There you are, Mother. Thank you so much for the use of the bathroom, Mr. Coates. Oh. I feel properly cleaned for the first
4: time in days. Excellent. Well... Before we get you back to the harbour, can I provide you with a guided tour of the house? Oh, we
5: mustn't be late.
4: We have plenty of time. We would love to see your house. Excellent. Well, it's very open plan, as you can see from the living area. Mm. Um, well, down these stairs is a basement. Hello. It's very well appointed for storage. The main part is a wine cellar. Hello. But through here is uh, something very interesting. Oh. It's an old meat locker.
5: Ooh, it smells a bit damp. Can't see a thing. Oh! Careful. That's horrible.
4: Well, it is a neat Oh, someone at the front gate. You know, I've just realised the light switch is where we came in.
5: Hold on! Hey! Rosie? He's locked us in! Hey!
2: Yes, yes,
4: coming. Yes? Oh,
2: hello? Just wanted
4: to see if I could fill my water bottle here. My God, Nancy! Nobody here. Go away. Good
2: grief. I'm sorry to have bothered you. Just go back to the hotel then.
0: Somewhere in the distance, Spider hears the cry of a bird. The cry of a bird telling a predator that there is easy prey staked out here on this cliff top. Something is hunting him, stalking him, moving from side to side around him, relentlessly getting closer. Spider spits out more blood into the dust by his face, and he waits. Fat Charlie, frustrated, goes back to his hotel room where his lime sits like a small green Buddha on the countertop. He addresses it.
2: You're no help.
0: This is unfair. It's only a lime. There's nothing special about it at all. It's doing the best it can. In his house on the clifftop, Graham Coates is angry. (sighs) girl and the mother infiltrate my
4: health, then child Nancy is at my gate. This isn't bad luck, it's a conspiracy. Right. Uh... Listen, both of you. I've got a gun. I'm going to open the door now. You go to the far wall and put your hands against it. I've brought food. Cooperate and nobody gets hurt. I'm turning on the light.
5: You're going to kill us, aren't you? Don't antagonize him, you stupid girl.
0: We're grateful for the food. I'm not going to kill you. It is as he hears the words coming out of his mouth that Graham Coates knows that, of course he's going to kill them. What other option does he have? You can't keep us here.
4: Yes, I can. I've got the gun.
5: Leave the light on. Why didn't you ask him about the animal? Because you're just imagining it, Mum. Anyway, he's nuts. He probably sees invisible tigers himself. Oh, God, I'm hungry. Here. I managed to grab the cheese while I could see it. Mm. Thanks. It's back. The animal is back. I just heard it. I can smell it. Oh, Rosie, I'm scared.
8: I know.
0: A candle flames thickness away. Spider spits out blood onto the dirt in front of him, pushing it with his nose into a ball of clay. His bound hands can just reach it. He begins to pinch the clay between finger and thumb, then turns it and does it again, eight times. One of the pinched sections falls onto the dirt, but the others hold. Now, after much hard work, he has something in his hand that looks like a spider made from blood and spit and clay. But the final part of making is going to prove the hardest. You need a word to give something life. You need to name it. And Spider's tongue has been torn out. (sighs) He takes a deep breath and lets the air push through his lips, controlling it as best he can, saying his own name, which is the best magic he knows, and on his hand, where the lump of bloody mud was, sits a fat spider the color of red clay with seven spindly legs, Help me, thinks Spider. Get help. The spider stares at him and makes its way into the grass until it is out of sight. Spider lowers his head into the dirt and closes his eyes. And then he hears it.
2: Good evening. I thought you were on reception.
5: I am, when I'm not the maitre d'. Have you? Have
2: I got the lime? Yes. Mm,
5: very nice. That's definitely your lime you've got there. I was actually asking if you got a reservation for dinner.
2: No, but I was hoping... <gasps> Wait
5: a minute, I'll find your table. You're in lock too. You've got music tonight.
2: Oh, great.
5: Hello, Fat Charlie. Oh, what's the lime for?
2: Daisy! What are you doing here?
5: <gasps> Mum! I love you, Mum. I'm very proud of you.
2: So, why would Graham Coates come here?
1: Maybe he
5: really likes citrus fruit.
2: Spend two years terrified of that man. But I'm gonna go get some more of I,
5: I think you should sit down.
4: Why? Mind if I join you? Best say yes, I have a pistol in this pocket.
5: Do this as he says, Charlie.
4: Yep. Please join us, Mr. Coates. Thank you. <clears throat> Fat Charlie. It's amazing, isn't it? Hmm? I come looking for you here for a little tete tete What do I find as a bonus? <laughs> now, it'll be best if you do as I say. Under the table, I now have the gun pressed against Officer Day's stomach. He has. Oh, you thought you were so clever. Mm, you all thought I'd fall for it. That's why you sent the other two in, wasn't it? The two at the house. Did you think I'd believe they were
0: really from the cruise ship?
5: I'm not entirely sure what you're talking about, Graham. You really didn't cover your tracks very well at all. We found.
0: It is at this point that Fat Charlie has a desperate idea. As Graham Coates listens to Daisy, Charlie gives the singer, who has been trying hard to catch anybody's eye since the evening started, a huge wink. She smiles and begins to head in their general direction. Listen to me. And what's your
5: name, darling? Uh,
0: Charlie Nancy. Damn it.
5: And what do you do, Charlie?
2: I'm I'm a singer.
5: You are. Do you think we could get him to sing for us? I think I song song yeah.
6: Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Charlie,
5: don't come back. Shut up. Ladies and gentlemen, Charlie's going to sing! Come up to the stage, Charlie.
2: I've got you under my skin. I've got you
0: deep in the
2: heart of me
0: All Fat Charlie meant to do was to buy himself some time. But instead of terror, he feels comfortable as he sings. He is aware of everyone in the room. He sees the tourists and the serving staff. The barman measuring out a cocktail An old woman filling a large mug with coffee I
2: said to myself This affair never will go so well But why should I try to resist When, baby, I know so well I've got you Under my skin And
0: suddenly, Charlie knows what he's going to do
2: Ladies and gentlemen, there's a young lady at the table I was sitting at Daisy, can you wave at everyone? <laughs> hey, um, That's what I wanted to say to Daisy. She doesn't know I'm gonna say this. Daisy, will you marry me?
0: Fat Charlie stares at Daisy, willing her to play along.
5: I don't know if I can whisper the answer in your ear? <laughs>
6: <laughs> <Yeah!
5: clears throat>
0: Graham Coates' face is bright red. He is powerless. Daisy leaves the table and runs up to the stage and whispers in Charlie's ear. Brilliant. Is close still at our table?
5: No, he made a run for it. What's her answer? Well? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Charlie, you got a ring in your pocket?
2: Um, no, but I have got a lime.
5: <laughs> well, that'll do. <laughs> I'm cold. Ow! Are you all right? It's so dark. Oh. What? What are you doing? Oh, be careful. Don't worry. I'm not scared anymore. You're a complete loony. Do you know that?
2: Well, it worked, didn't it? We got rid of Graham Coates. For now. We're not done yet. Excuse me.
5: Yes, sir. Oh! Congratulations. (laughs) Oh, congratulations.
2: <laughs> uh, thanks. You're Clarissa Higler, right? Who told you that? Oh, Benjamin, the concierge. What's your relationship to him?
5: He's my brother.
2: And how are you two related to Mrs Callie Higler?
1: They're my niece and nephew, Fat Charlie.
2: Hello, Mrs Higler. I want the feather back.
1: You two really engaged?
2: Not exactly. The feather.
1: Here. It's in the envelope. May promise Luella to keep it safe.
2: Excellent. Now, what do I do with it? You don't know. No, I don't know what to do with this feather.
5: Charlie, you got your feather back. Now, can we please talk about Graham Coates?
2: No, it's not any feather. It's the feather I swapped for my brother.
5: So swap it back and let's move on.
2: It's not as simple as that. It's...
1: Oh. <sighs> Quite, you're smart.
2: I try.
5: <laughs> Hang on, what did I say? Rosie, if that <sighs> chain pulls out of the ceiling, it could fracture <laughs> your skull. That's the chance I have to take. <gasps> Yes! He'll kill you! If you've got any suggestions that will help, please say. Otherwise, just don't bother, okay? I could show him my bum. What? Oh, you heard me. Well, it can't hurt.
7: (laughs) I ain't seen nothing so crazy ever in my life! Is this a seance? It's more
2: like a ritual.
5: In a hotel room? Hush now! Clarissa! The candles are lit,
2: the herbs and salts and herbs are laid out on in. You
1: holding that feather fat Charlie? As as I can. What's happening? Keep humming. Look at Charlie, please.
5: Well, where did he go? What have you done to him? Me no do nothing. Him do that himself. Cool.
1: All right, all right. We just have to wait.
5: I'm rubbish at waiting.
6: I got this evening's paper if you want to read it. Not really. Yeah, there's nothing much in it. Just those missing tourists.
5: What missing tourists?
6: Mother and daughter who didn't come back to their cruise ship. They're from Hingaland. Name of Noah.
5: Oh, my God. I need a phone.
0: Fat Charlie finds himself walking along a white footbridge across an expanse of grey water. In the middle of the bridge, a man sits fishing on a small wooden chair. A green fedora hat covers his eyes. He appears to be dozing.
2: Dad, I knew you were faking it. Didn't think you were really dead.
3: Uh, shows how much you know. I'm dead as they come. But psh, I've got a bite. <laughs> it's a nice one as well. Come here, fella. In the basket with you. There. (laughs) That's dinner taken care of. Hmm. So what brings you here? Not sure.
2: I was trying to find the bird woman. I want to give her back her feather.
3: (laughs) She's a mess of resentments, that one. But she's a coward. It was spider's fault. Your own fault. Letting that old busybody done with his send half of you away. I was only a kid. Why didn't you do anything? (laughs) You're doing Okay. You're figuring it out by yourself. The stories, the songs, which are really just stories. You must have confidence. Dad, when I was a kid, why did you humiliate me? humiliate? I loved you. You got me to go to school dressed as President Taft. You call that love? (laughs) (laughs) We ain't got long enough, Charlie. You want to spend the time we got left fighting? Guess not. No. when you see your brother, I want you to give him this from me. What? Bend your head. Okay. A kiss. Now, let me see that feather. Yeah. You don't want to give this feather back, our monkey. She won't take it. You gotta smooth it out like this. Oh I know. Take my fedora. Here. I'll put the feather in the hat band. Good. <laughs> now put it on. <laughs> That looks good on you, you know. Why'd you have to embarrass me? You don't believe me? Look over into the water. Hey. You know. Maybe I was wrong.
2: Dad. Dad.
0: But the old man has gone. Charlie turns in his new hat to walk off the bridge to find his way back to Daisy. <coughs> As he does so the dusk gathers he sings to himself thinking it will help light his way and clouds of fireflies and lightning bugs rise and swarm about him but his path is blocked by a great scaly winged creature with eyes as big as dinner plates hello
3: ding dong <laughs> uh. Look you look remarkably
2: like uh, dinner. I'm Charlie Nancy.
3: I am Dragon. And I shall devour you in one slow mouthful. Little man in a hat. Help.
2: You are bored with talking to me now. And you're going to let me pass unhindered. <laughs>
6: Good try.
2: And I'm afraid I'm not. I am going to eat you. Oh, you're frightened of limes, are you? Limes? Small, green, fruity? Oh, actually, forget that. I gave my lime away. It makes no difference.
3: I am frightened of nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Are you
2: extremely frightened of nothing? (laughs) Terrified of it. That's interesting. Is it? Yeah. You see, I have nothing in my pockets. Would you like to see it? No,
3: I most definitely would not. Goodbye. Well,
0: Charlie walks off the bridge and up the hill overlooking the river. The bird woman is waiting for him at the top of the hill. Charlie takes off his hat. He pulls the feather from the hat band.
2: The deal's over. I bought your feather. I want my brother. Anansi's bloodline was not mine to give you. I want him back, unhurt.
1: I had him. But I left him tongueless in Tiger's world. I could not head your father's line. Tiger could though, once he found his courage. Here, give me the feather.
2: Here.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Here is his tongue. In exchange. Nice. Wait. Oui no longer have a quarrel.
0: (laughs) (sighs) On spiders cliff top, the sun sinks into the dark sea and it is night.
6: (sighs) A Nazi child. I have claws sharper than knives, and me have your woman, your Rosie. And when I'm done with you, I shall tear her flesh and meet what tastes sweeter than yours. If you have any final prayers to see, see them now.
0: As Tiger moves around him in the darkness preparing to spring, Spider feels the little clay spider run up to his shoulder and hears a tiny voice in his ear.
5: I brought them. I get asked. <laughs> you told me to go for help. I brought them back with me.
0: <laughs>
6: What's the matter, huh? Cat got your tongue.
0: The night is slowly filled by gentle rustlings. Spider cannot see them, but they are there. <laughs> Great spiders and the small spiders, venomous spiders and biting spiders, they are an army. His
6: army. <laughs> when you're dead, Nancy's <laughs> child. When all your bloodline is dead, then the stories will be mine. The world will be as it once was again, a hard place, a dark place. <laughs> what you laughing at, eh? Have you lost your reason? What? What are these things from me? Huh?
0: Black widows and funnel web spiders and tarantulas swarm over tigers' sensitive places. All he knows is burning and pain and sudden fear. (laughs) A little way down the hill, something glows and flickers like a thousand fireflies. Silhouetted in the center is a man. And he wears a green fedora hat.
2: Hey, it's me, Charlie. Huh? Got something for you. Here, take it. (sighs) (laughs) 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 Here. And you speak now. Nice hat.
4: Right. Listen to me. Stand by the far wall. No funny stuff. Understood?
1: Yes. We
5: understand.
4: Right. Look. Look at my bum. Good, Good grief. Moses, No! no.
5: Animal It's back.
6: You are a pitiful creature. Mm. Get up.
4: I would love to. Can't just just gonna lie
6: on the floor for a bit.
1: (laughs) Ah. Give
6: me your hand in your allegiance. Invite me inside of you. I don't understand. Give me your hand. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The creature that is so much more than Graham Coates ever was pulls himself up onto his hands and his knees and pads four footed up into the house.
8: Oh, <gasps> Are you... Are you...
0: Through Tiger's eyes, Graham Coates can see the women feeling their way blindly around the large room. His mouth salivates.
1: See it here! Take me!
0: Rosie!
8: From mum! Oh. Oh. Who's that? My name's Maeve. See to your mum, she's losing blood. Leave him to me. Leave who? Hello, Graham. Well, <laughs> oh, don't think you can hide from me in that silly animal costume. <laughs> You let Morris' career run aground, you steal from us, you murder me. And finally, to add insult to injury, you force me to believe in ghosts. (laughs) You can pretend to be a tiger all you like. You aren't a tiger. You're a rat. No, that's an insult to a noble creature. You're a weasel. A stoat. (laughs) What I want to know is just how ghostly you currently are. I mean, I can't touch people. But I can touch ghosts. (laughs) And luckily for you, I was wearing my stilettos when you decided to murder me. (laughs) Like that? No. Good. Have more. (laughs) 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 Stoat. Graham, stout
5: Mum Mum Please come back. Somebody find a fuse box! <laughs> You're Rosie Noah. My name's Daisy. Oh my god, please. Help oh, my mum. Paramedics over here. Lots of her blood let's find somewhere for you to sit down yes please I think I just saw a
3: ghost
0: Maeve Livingston sits by the pool in Graham Coates' garden surrounded by the Caribbean night hmm
8: <sighs>
0: that was fun
8: <laughs> though uh, dancing with mr. Nancy and it's a pretty close second <laughs> Dave. Maurice! I don't want to disturb you. Not if you're still busy, pet. Oh, that's very sweet of you, but I think I'm done now. Ah, good. Take my hand. <laughs> Come on, then.
2: Hello, Daisy.
5: Your fiancé and her mother. They're both in the hospital. Are they OK? Rosie will be OK, but her mum's in rough
2: shape.
3: Oh, God.
5: Well, brush your teeth and get changed.
2: Spider. Oh, hey, Charlie. Hello, Spider. Hello.
5: What are you doing out here?
2: They said I had to wait out here because I'm not a relation or anything. Come on, let's see Rosie.
5: Charlie, Spider. Hey. You're both a long way from home.
2: we all are. This is Daisy.
5: You're the one who was there last night? Yes. Thank you. They don't think my mum's going to make it. They haven't said that to me, but... I know. I'm sorry. While we were locked in the cellar, I had the strongest feeling that you were helping us, Spider. Oh, good. You know, now I see you and Charlie both at once, you don't look anything alike at all. Charlie, can
3: I have a word? Okay.
2: We shouldn't leave them alone together. She really hates him.
5: Charlie, look back through...
2: What? Oh, that kiss
5: in. <laughs> Charlie, Graham Coates is dead.
2: I see. Hey, all good? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, very good. Um, Daisy, would you mind if I chat to my brother? We need to talk.
5: Yeah, um, yeah, I'm going to go back to the hotel and come and find me when you're done. Hmm, you know, that really
2: is a good hat. You want to try it on? No, I don't do hats. let's walk and talk. You know, you used to be a part of me when we were kids. Oh, that would explain a few things? I think you turned out better than you would have done if you were a part of me. you had a lot more fun. <laughs> Maybe. We're more like two halves of a starfish. You grew up into a whole person, and so did I. Yeah. Rosie's mom is dying. Yeah. We have to try and save her life, don't we? I... I don't know how we do that. The place at the end of the world. What about it? Can we just get there, without all that candles and herbs malarkey? I think so, but... I think we gotta do it together. How? I think we both have to turn in a direction that isn't usually there. What, away from Williamstown High Street? Uh Uh-huh, I think so. Should we try? Do it. It worked. Okay. I see the cliffs and, and, and the caves, but where is everyone? Look, behind you. I, I see elephant and crocodile and python. I'm Bird Woman. So, uh, what exactly do we do? Uh, sing to them. I figured it out, we, we sing it all, you and I. I. I don't understand. You sing the song, you fix things. What song? Oh, sugar, it's a Tiger. He looks pretty beat up. He wants to even the score. If you're gonna do something, do it now. Can't we just leave?
3: Don't you leave for Charlie. Dad? Dad? You sing.
2: Yes, sir. <clears throat> I am Charlie. I am Nancy's son. Listen as I sing my song, listen to my life. My name is Charlie Nancy, uh, I am a Nancy's son. Keep going, it's, it's working. I may be nothing fancy, but I think i found my song. My name is Charlie Nancy My dad's a deity My mother was no goddess She always was to me My brother was made from the bad side of me He was vanished and banished by a grouchy old lady then again, I guess that's just family, but enough about me. My old man was a scoundrel, and I know he did you wrong. And although my name is Nancy, I'm not just my father's son. You're all powerful animals, reptiles and mammals and stars. And I know firsthand the bird woman, you really are. Evil is Tiger, he lives up to his name. And Charlie's a spider and he's happy, he's that way. I'd say Tiger needs time to curb that rage. So let's send him away. I know this girl named Rosie We let Rosie down So I guess I was supposing We could help Miss Rosie out and let Rosie's mother with the tongue of acid and the heart of Ice and the fruit of plastic Smile again And feel the breeze Feel the earth Sweet remedies One more day, maybe One more week Make this better Story sweet Oh I keep asking myself Charlie What is it name? Why I ask the same old question, the answer is the same. Tiger and monkey and lion and bird and spider and donkey are only the word. So when they ask me what's in a name, I'll tell them the same. I'll say the
0: story. All the creatures listening have been swaying and dancing to the song. Tiger angrily retreats back into his cave.
2: You shamed him. Let's make him stay there for a while anyhow.
0: Spider gestures with his hands. And the mouth of Tiger's cave collapses in a small rock slide.
2: That song was amazing. Oh, uh, you could have done it, too. I don't think so. I felt like you were doing something, but I couldn't really tell what it was. Uh, I, I fixed things. For us, I think. I'm-, I'm not really sure. Did you make the rock seal Tiger in his cave? <laughs> yeah. I wish done something worse than just shut the door on him, to be honest. He'll dig his way out eventually. Oh, uh, don't worry. I did something much worse. <laughs> we ought to be getting back.
0: And, as Charlie and Spider turn in a direction that isn't there, Mrs. Noah's health takes a sudden turn for the better. Tiger prowls inside his sealed-off cave. His eyes burn like emerald torches in the shadows. The
6: whole world and everything used to be mine. I owned
4: it all. I feel it incumbent on me Uh. to point out that you said that already. Uh.
0: The interruption comes from inside the rotting carcass of an ox at the rear of the cave. I
4: beg your pardon? Actually, I was, so to speak, agreeing with you.
0: <sighs> the creature hiding in the carcass might be a particularly shifty kind of weasel. If you were to give such a miserable creature a name, you might call it Graham Stoat. Yes, agreeing with you. That was, in fact, what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs>
6: You are here under my sufferance, because the next time you see something irritating, I shall bite your head off, and you wouldn't like that, would
4: you? He you did it. Please take your poor of me. I, th- I take your point. I- Needs must, as they say, when the devil drives
6: You are irritating me again Don't irritate me, and I won't bite your head off
4: Now, when you say bite my head off, I assume that's actually some kind of metaphorical statement Implying that you'll shout at me, perhaps angrily
6: Bite your head off Then crunch it, then chew it, then swallow it Oh well, uh, another day? If you say another dollar, I will be irritated. And there will be consequences. Don't say anything irritating. Do you understand?
0: Absolutely.
4: I'm back! As I was saying, it's a little wind that blows nobody any good.
0: Nobody ever calls Charlie Fat Charlie anymore. He's a singer these days. A lean man now, with a trademark fedora hat. He has lots of different ones, but his favorite is green. Charlie gave Daisy a proper engagement ring, which he accepted on condition that he didn't want the line back. They moved to St. Andrews, and they have a son. Marcus is four and a half, and possesses that deep gravity and seriousness that only small children and mountain gorillas have ever been able to master. the
2: mountain. Mountain when
0: she comes. That's <laughs> flip-flops. Okay. Daisy is still asleep in their house just off the beach. Overlooking the bay on the other side is Dawson's Fish Shack, where Spider can be found. Fatter than he used to be, though not as fat as he'll wind up if he keeps tasting everything he cooks. Rosie is now his wife. She does some teaching. And a lot of doing good. Rosie's mother, still her suspicious and uncharitable self, now lives in a flat in Williamstown nearby.
1: Look, look, I can see her. Who? The mermaid. Oh, she's gone back under the water.
2: Hey, come with me. I'll show you something. This is how my daddy used to do it. (laughs) Watch me
1: dance. I can do that. Watch me, daddy. (laughs)
2: You're doing it Come on, let's find breakfast
0: Together, the man and the boy Dance their way back up the beach Humming a song Which lingers in the air Long after they've gone
2: My name is Charlie Nancy And I am a Nancy son
7: In the final episode of Nancy Boys by Neil Gaiman, adapted by Dirk Maggs, Charlie Nancy was played by Jacob Anderson, Spider Nancy on. by Nathan Stewart Jarrett, Nancy by Lenny and Henry, Narrator, Joseph Marcel, my Rosie Noah, Sheila Atim, Daisy Day, Pippa Bennett Warner, Dragon, Earl Cameron, Graham Coates, Julian Ryan Tutt Mrs. Noah, Donna Kroll, Tiger, Ariam Bakari, Birdwoman, Adjua Ando, Mrs. Higgler, Tanya Moody, Mrs. Dunwiddy, Cecilia Noble, Mrs. Bustamonte, Angela Winter, Maeve Livingstone, Julie Hesmanhalsh, Morris Livingstone, Jeffrey Holland, Clarissa Higgler, Ronki Adakolawejo, Benjamin Higler, Clifford Samuel, Rasta, Taylor Kabachevich Ebon, Carol, Danielle Vitalis, Marcus Nancy, Josiah Chotto, and Superintendent Clive Hayward. A Nancy Boys was directed for BBC Northern Ireland by Allegra McElroy.
2: So when they ask me what's in the name I'll tell them the same I'll say The story.